0: Welcome back to Building Billions. We are going into our event, it's called a 10x360. And at this particular event, I start the whole presentation off by asking people their people problems, because when I can get a sense of what people's people problems are, I can help them solve their scaling issues. That's not the whole presentation, but it is where it starts. So I'm gonna take you behind the scenes and share with you some of the people problems that these clients of ours who have multi-million dollar businesses are asking and what our solutions are in order to help them scale and grow. Hi guys. Welcome to day two of the 10X360. Who's excited to talk about people? It's wild to me that our business is the size that it is today and we are still honing and developing and focusing on this people game, this people thing does not go away in your business. I think there's this idea out there that like once you reach a certain point, you've just like figured out all of your people problems and that they they won't continue to exist. And the reality actually is that Brandon and myself spend more time than we used to figuring out like who are the next level of people that need to come into this environment and how do we expand through people i would like to open it up to your guys's people problems because every 10x360 group is different all of you guys have different people problems than the last people that we did 10x360 so this is going to help we're going to go through this content but i would like to just take i don't know 15 20 minutes to go through and kind of figure out some other frameworks that you guys could use in solving the people problems you're challenged with does that sound like a plan okay sweet who who has a people problem? I do have a problem to, hide, to find the people. To find the people. You know, the, the, the thing is, after the pandemic, I, when I cut my scalp, like completely, almost completely, I schedule, let's say, for 10 to 12 interviews, and nobody shows up. Everybody confirmed. I'm here down in Miami. I don't have this problem when I was living in New York, but here in Miami it's a problem. Nobody shows up for interview. I have a whole way to find the people. Mm-hmm. You guys schedule interviews, and people don't show up. Yeah. Same, yeah. The generation are just on Yeah, 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 the same
1: thing. <laughs> yes. Welcome to my uh, uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> Nobody showed up. I called them, I started to call FaceTime to see the person, and said, oh, yeah, 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 I'm it. and nobody showed up. Okay, great, let me just bang those out. So, um, first things first. There, you will always have some level of no-show for interviews. Like, that that will exist. Our target is less than 90%, meaning out of the 100 interviews that we schedule throughout a week, 90 of them should show up. That is a really important indicator for me to look at on a weekly basis because if candidates aren't showing up, what is their expectation about what Cardone Ventures can do for them if they're not showing up? They don't, they don't think that we're gonna change their lives. Do you have people that are talking about how remarkable it is to work with you? Do you have people talking about how their lives have been changed through working with you? Do you have people saying, man, I started working here, I was making $60,000 a year and now I'm making $200,000 a year? If you don't have that and you've never built those stories inside your business, you have the wrong expectation about why candidates should show up. It's not a generational thing, I promise you that. I promise you, it is not a generational thing. It's, man, what, what are you creating and putting out there that actually demonstrates to people that you're gonna be the thing that helps them get to where they wanna go. I have a lot of processes for my business. Uh-huh. So does that need to be edited based on the people that are filling the position? Oh, I wouldn't edit it. So th- this is like, this is the evolution of your business, right? Think about it like this you have existing processes, meaning this strategic business unit department has 60 team members in it. We don't need, we're likely not adding and, and looking at how Rob is, is completing this, if he was a team member of mine. I'm not watching what he's doing in process documenting because he was already trained on the original process. So this is the scalability. The new team members should have this training when you're hiring more than one person to duplicate the, the person that is currently doing the role. So every time we hire somebody new and we've never had that role before, then I'm gonna have that role document their processes as new processes in the process tracker. But if I'm hiring a second person to do the same work that he's doing, because now I need two because my business has scaled, that person is gonna learn off of his processes. There's likely gonna be some changes, tweaks, edits, because maybe he's not the best process documenter. Most people are horrible at it. So, and that's fine, it's, it's iterative. So then, by, but by the 10th person, we're not going back and relooking at all of the processes because we've now seen that we've successfully onboarded nine people who are amazing inside that department. Before you hire the role, let's take this uh, scenario. You've never hired the role before and they're coming into your business. Do you have processes for them to be trained on? No, because you've never hired that role before. So what do you tell them in the interview process? This is is part of the process. yeah. Yeah, this is part of the process. You're, you're the first person that we've hired as the head of technology. You're the first person that we've hired as a digital marketer. You're the first person that we've hired as social media coordinator. In order for you to move from a social media coordinator to the director of marketing, we're gonna to need to ensure that the social media role can be duplicated. In order for it to be duplicated, the processes have to be created. So you're actually using processes as the way for people to be able to duplicate themselves so that they can get to the next level in your business. Like this is actually how you get people, competent, high-performing team members to help you along the path. Where, we also, where most of us just get stuck with this though is we want the processes documented when we're about to terminate the person and we never set the expectation on the front end so then we're just in this mad scramble and then we don't want to terminate them because they can't be tra- nobody can be trained because there's no processes. Our daily all team meeting on the Cardone Venture side is entirely remote, or I'm sorry, entirely virtual because we have a lot of remote workers. We have a Florida team, we have a Washington team, and we have teams in between the two coasts of the United States. So for our Florida team, that call starts at 11.45, their time, for our Portland team, that call starts at 8.45. Now you might have some outliers where you know, that call is at 6 p.m. Um, what I would do in that scenario, is you could potentially think like, I I don't know exactly how your work is broken down, but you could think about having two calls, one for the team that's there, if there's equal amounts of teams in both um, time zones, where it would make sense to have a call at, call it 8 a.m. for one team, and then that would technically be like 7 p.m. for the other team. They're not obviously both on the calls, they're separate calls, but there would have to be enough team members for both sides for that to work. Or what we do, especially when people can't make the calls, is we have them recorded. People can go back and watch the calls, but notes are sent out every single day from the person who's responsible for that, and it gets sent to our leadership team distribution list. So that way, at least everybody knows what the the key metrics are and where we're off, if we're hitting targets, et cetera. I try to be as clear and as precise as possible in the job description Mm -hmm. and rolling out this information also on the website. But, I, you know, first question that you recommend to ask, what research did you do about our organization? And I want to say like half or if not more of the people don't do any kind of research. So I have to end the, the meeting within the first two to three minutes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if that's also, you've, do you see that a lot yourself as well? Uh, I would say that that's happened maybe 20% of the time across all of our interviews. Gotcha. And okay. maybe you're not, maybe you're not paying people enough. True professionals, they do research. True professionals, people who are like, man, I'm freaking good at my job and I'm looking for a job right now for the next home that I want to be in, they're doing research. And so we don't struggle with that as much because we're paying people (coughs) slightly above market. And when you're paying people, when you have a more premium service inside your business, do you get better customers versus the customers when you're discounting everything and it's free cleanings. What kind of customers do you get with free cleanings? Terrible customers. The customers who want free cleanings. Right, you're looking for high performers. Well, if I'm a high performer, I I want to get compensated and have the opportunity like a high performer would. So I would also look at your pay and comparing what other people are paying for those same roles. So I just finished my 10x360 presentation. You got to see a little bit of the behind the scenes on people's people problems and some of the recommendations that I make that we've implemented here at Cardo Ventures in order to build this remarkable team with over 180 team members and they're just awesome. Like you should come meet our team sometime. If you're interested, In going to a 10X360 yourself, definitely check out the event. Go to cardometerscom forward slash 10X360. Get more information. Talk to one of our team members about it. We have had so many success stories of people who sat in that room who get a better understanding of their KPIs. They understand their financials. They understand the marketing strategy that's been missing, the expansion strategy, the people strategy, and all the things that they really didn't get taught in business school, in just the school of hard knocks and entrepreneurship. So that 10 x 60 is really a remarkable time to be a business owner and really learn the right skills that you need in order to grow and scale. With that, it is time for me to eat my Chipotle and uh, take some meetings, get back to work. I hope you enjoy this episode of Building Billions. If you are loving this content, I would love to know. If you go into wherever you're listening to your podcast at, hit the review button. It takes 15 seconds. It would mean the world to me to get a review. And I am so excited to catch you on the next episode of Building Billions.